0: You are now tuned into Reckless Talk with Rea. I am your host, Rea, and, and this is episode 22. Um, as always, I start every episode saying thank you to everyone that is still listening. Everyone who has told a friend to tell a friend. Um, I'm so appreciative of what this podcast has done in the last year, and it only pushes me to keep fucking going. Tonight's episode, I'm gonna call it "Talking My Language." Um, This is a very special episode to me. It's something I really wanted to touch on for a long time. I really wanted to talk about the importance of non-sexual intimacy and relationships and how important it is to um, connect with your partner on an intimate level that doesn't always lead to sex. And tonight I have an amazing, amazing, amazing woman with me. Um, I'm gonna let you introduce yourself before I give you your roses. So let me oh let you introduce
1: gosh. yourself. <laughs> oh my gosh! Hey guys, my name is Leticia, Leticia Maria on Instagram. Um, I'm not sure what Ray wants me to say, but I'll say that um, <laughs> I have my <laughs> I have my master's in clinical social work. I'm currently working to take the exam so I can be a licensed clinical social worker. Yes. Um <laughs>
0: yes. Go ahead. magic for me. Keep going. Oh my
1: gosh. And I overall just have a passion for uh, mental health specifically involving black women because we deal with a lot, we bear a lot, but we often don't tell a lot. So yeah, that's kind of me in a nutshell. I love that.
0: So <laughs> I'm sorry I put you on the spot, but you know I had to. (laughs) (laughs) So Letitia is the one that I met via social media. I believe we met Mm -hmm. on Instagram. Letitia Mm -hmm. also has a podcast. That's what I really wanted you to touch on. Oh, Um, you know I wasn't going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) She also has a podcast. What is the name of your podcast? Uh, Adjusting the Crown. Adjusting the Crown. Um, Mm -hmm. We connected because we are both Uh, new podcasters Um, Mm -hmm. she supports what I'm doing I support what she's doing Um, I feel like we've built like this social media friendship Mm -hmm. let's go on the record and say we've never met in person correct Um, we don't even live in the same state correct
1: and it also was not a slide in the DM situation like I I wasn't on that I love that you said that because
0: everybody thinks I'm fucking creep and they think yeah. that I don't have like these kind of real connections with people that are literally Letitia is in a relationship as well as I. It was nothing like that. We really just connected. Um, I really feel your energy, I feel your spirit, I feel like like I said, I never met you in a physical but I feel like I feel so connected to you. I feel like you're just like that homegirl. And when I meet you in person, it's just going to be good energy. It's yes. not going to be no weird phase. We just kind of have a good time. Like I really feel yes. that with you. Um, so I really wanted to do this interview with you because like you said, you have a background in social work and mm-hmm. you you have such a way with words and you have a, such a way with um the information that you give. So... I really felt like this was a great topic to touch on with you. Yeah, I'm excited. Start, yes. So we're going to start with some non-sexual forms of intimacy that we both enjoy um, mm-hmm. in our said relationships so i will kick it off um although i am a very sexual person everyone knows that <laughs> 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 i do have <laughs> i do have a very intimate side to me i am a cancer in every sense yes of, cancer game <laughs> in every sense of the sign i am emotional i am sensitive um I have a very hard exterior, but when I love, I love, and I love hard, and I love deep, and I'm a very emotional person, and very intimate, and I'm very in touch with my intimate side. So,
1: uh-huh.
0: one of the things that me and my partner really connect over, that I would say is a non-sexual form of intimacy, is our love of music. Um, uh-huh. I have a deep, deep love for music, um, I have always loved music since I was a kid, and I don't play any instruments, um, I don't sing, um, I'm not talented in music, I just have a fear for music, and yeah. when I met her, although she was a lot younger than me, she was able to keep up with me when it came to music, like, if someone listens to my playlist, they would really keep something was wrong with me, because yeah.
1: my playlist
0: goes from Prince to Barry White to Celica to Aerosmith, and to the hardest rap song. And to me, so who was able to keep up with me on that level. And we will sit on the couch and just go track a track. Like she'll play a song. I'll play a song. She'll, I love that, that. Yes. And we really connect over that. We love music. We love listening to music together. Um, we sing each other songs. Um, three very, 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 um, yeah i'm very in touch with music i don't know why i just i love music my life is based on music so i would Thanks. say that's my that. first that's my mm-hmm. first non-sexual form of intimacy what about
1: yourself mm-hmm. um i do enjoy music as well so i'm not going to copy your answer um <laughs> mine would have to be laughter
0: Like, if you
1: can make me laugh, or if we can laugh together, like, uncontrollably to where I'm, like, crying, can't stop, like, the wheezing laughter, you got me. Like, you have me.
0: I love
1: that. I am the goofy, like, I definitely have a serious side, but I am, like, one of the goofiest people you will probably meet. Like, I love to laugh, and I feel like it's because so much of my life was spent like being sad and like I also battle with depression, so anytime I am able to laugh, that brings me so much joy and like that's honestly one of the most vulnerable places for me because, huh? When I laugh, it's it's utterly ridiculous. So
0: yeah, <laughs> 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 when I, I have to be. But, I love love that answer, and I really have a question for you on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I read mm-hmm. something recently, and it said that. People that laugh or the funniest people have a deep sense of pain. And I'm the kind of person, when I'm around people, if I'm not making you laugh, I feel like I'm doing something wrong. I love mm-hmm. to make people laugh like that. And I have a very dry sense of humor, but I love to make people laugh. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that comes from, um, I don't know if that comes from pain or I don't know if I don't know what it comes from, but
1: I think I, maybe
0: I'm sorry, go ahead. No no, go.
1: Um, letter A, I definitely believe that statement is true. Um, mm. because if you think about it, a lot of comics, like comedians, their life has been tragedy. Like uh mm. Um Oh my gosh, why am I drunk Dave Chappelle for sure. Who else? Um Kevin Hart, he talked well earlier Kevin Hart. Uh, talks a lot about you know his dad being on drugs and his mom dying like that's where his divorce like those are painful mm-hmm. things that you have to laugh through that you have to get through um yeah so I definitely agree with that and as far as like you making what making people want to laugh I don't think it may not necessarily come from pain I believe you're a very empathetic person So I feel like you can feel people's pain, and you don't want them to feel that way. So if there's anything that you can do, I feel like you're going to do it. Um, Yeah, I don't think... I mean, you also may have experienced pain and stuff in your life, which, you know, could very well be true, but I think maybe you're more of of an empath. Mm, I like like
0: that. Just
1: my insight. (laughs) Love
0: it. Okay. Next, I'm going to say... So you said laughter. I love that answer. -hmm. That was... And like you said, I love that you said laughter is very vulnerable, because I feel like that is a very vulnerable place to be with someone, just be mm-hmm. hysterically laughing, and not worried about how you look and, you know, mm-hmm. how, you, how you feel in the moment. You're just enjoying that moment. So I love that you um, touched on the vulnerability. Um, second for me, I would say cooking. Me, yes, come on, yes. food. Yes, to the food.
1: because <laughs> food is a whole love language. I don't care.
0: It really I don't care. Is it really is? And I want to touch on that because it's so crazy. Me and my friend are so similar, but so opposite when it comes to cooking. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say why. I enjoy. We both feel like food is a love language. I enjoy home cooked meals. She enjoys restaurant experiences so that's really the first I love when we just cook in the house I love doing all the steps together and um Mm -hmm. I love the conversation in the kitchen I love the music playing I love helping cut and prepare I love that experience before the cooking and she's more so she wants to go to a restaurant and feel the ambiance the experience so i feel like we have to do a lot of compromising when it comes to that as far as Mm -hmm. it's going to be a night if we're going to stay in or we're going to go out because i prefer staying in but um we love cooking together and we both enjoy one another's food we both know how to cook so we're always like yeah it makes it so much better because we're always like who's gonna to cook tonight is it gonna be me or you and when she cooks it's always a fucking grand slam. and when i cook she always feels like it's a grand slam. so it's like i i love, I love that yeah we, we love cooking for each other and mm-hmm. and i will say before i let you go what i love about her which i feel like is a very um intimate thing that she does she mm-hmm. really cares about the presentation of the food that she gives me presentation and, is key wow I never you, eat yes, you eat with your eyes first yes eat with your eyes first i love it and i feel like it's a lovely that she gives me and she cares like she sets my food up so nice and so pretty on the plate and she gives mm-hmm. it to me and it just i love that I love that. <laughs> yes, it, uh, it speaks to me. Um, so I love you though because this is feeling good. What is um, you and your partner before before we get into that? You uh-huh. are in a relationship. I want to touch on that just uh-huh. a little bit because we have spoken in the past, and you are in a long distance relationship. So if you don't mind, yeah, just a little bit of light on that. I'd um. Love you
1: yeah, absolutely. So, first of all, how we met is hilarious because it was a DM slide on Twitter. Um, <laughs> Love it. She, child, and I literally was that one who was like, I'll never uh, answer a response to a DM. You got to come and me, correct? I'm not about to meet nobody on Twitter. Uh-uh. And it was so funny. This was around the time where... Uh, the, this is how it started. This is how it's going. Trend was going viral. Like, you know, I met my partner on social media, yeah. and how it's going. We've been married for so and so plus years. So I was like, somebody playing a joke on me. Like, this is this is funny. Okay. Um. So yeah, long story short, we met uh 20 very early 2020 February 2020. Um, we were making plans to see each other, and then pandemic hit, right. and that prolonged us being able to see each other. Um, so the first time we met in person wasn't until October, um, wow. but yeah, but during that time that allowed us to really set a really great foundation and really get to know each other um, on an intimate level, huh. no pun intended, I love um, <laughs> and I love
0: so that. yeah, we, so we've been long them, distance
1: I'm, ever since, and
0: okay. she
1: lives in Texas and I live in Ohio. All
0: right, she's in Texas you're in Ohio. So tell mm-hmm. me about some of those intimate things that you guys um did to build the relationship in those beginning moments just
1: so um, yeah so because we had nothing but time during the pandemic
0: yeah. um
1: which i feel like that's that's like a whole nother episode because I feel like the pand- pandemic really made or broke relationship like there was maybe people were getting learned. divorced during Hello. the pandemic because Hello. they had never spent that much time Hello. with their
0: partner talk about, it. talk
1: about it but that's a whole nother conversation yeah. anyway <laughs> um, so because we had nothing but time um, we were able to be very intentional about virtual date nights and conversations and FaceTime um, so a date night for us might look like uh, we're pulling up the same show on Netflix and we're playing it at the same time and we're watching it together It may look like um, a game night. We do like virtual games. There's different stuff online that we do. Um, We have like cooked together virtually. Like we'll pick a meal and it'd be kind of like a cook off type thing. Like, all right, who did it better? Who looks better? Um, Yeah, you you honestly have to get creative um, if you want it to work. Now, if you don't, hey, do whatever you want to do. But um, now that we're not in a pandemic, which this goes, I feel like for anybody now, now it's a little bit harder to be as intentional um, about creating intimacy. And it's already hard because we are hundreds of miles away from each other. And um, plane tickets are also not cheap. So (laughs) we honestly we may go three, four months without seeing each other. Like last time I saw her September and it's November like um Mm. yeah so you have to be very very intentional and it also takes and I know we're going to get to this in a little bit but it also takes knowing your partner's love language and making sure you love them in their
0: love language and not yours yeah Yeah. because that's
1: also where people mess up we (laughs) are getting
0: slow it down girl I'm done I'm done that yeah, but i love that i love that. i love that now i have a question if you don't mind mm-hmm. have you ever dated um via social media or long distance before your partner yes so, <laughs> Sorry. no i asked that because i want to know you said <sighs> it has to be intentional so i'm curious how do you know that this is the person you wanted to set the intention with Knowing that she was thousands of miles away from you, and you know, how do you what was it about dating her or the intimacy that she was giving you that you set that, that intention to be in a committed relationship with her?
1: Um, to be honest and to be totally transparent, I didn't know, I didn't know that she was the person that I wanted to try something with um also because at the time I had just gotten out of a relationship um and I just felt like I wasn't ready and so I tell her all the time and she knows this I was like you were just supposed to be somebody that occupied my time (laughs) like literally um and because I was working so hard because before her I was not talking to anybody for like eight months like there was nobody because I really wanted to be intentional with myself and learn myself and be intimate with myself so that when the time came that I did get a partner I would be able to express to them this is how I want to be loved because so often we get in relationships and expect people to know how to love us when you don't know their past history they don't know yours like you can't expect somebody to love you if you don't know yourself but anyway um But just her approach was was different. And uh, as conversations continued and feelings grew, I was like, you know what? You're okay. You're okay. And um, I will say that she has been a person that I've never experienced but always wanted. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And I think, (laughs) yeah, and I think it really took me letter A being open and vulnerable to that and knowing a healthy relationship when I see one and being able mm. to handle a healthy relationship because before I wasn't if I'm being like 100% honest like I was that toxic ass bitch okay I can say okay. that I can say that okay. now okay. because I'm not okay. that anymore I was toxic like <laughs> uh, okay. yeah like Summer Walker type toxic okay <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay. um but again, because I took the work in myself and because I just didn't want... I didn't want to be that person anymore. Like, I hurt a lot of people because I was hurting myself but wasn't able to vocalize it. Um, so with her, because she came at me with such a genuine heart and because she didn't know the past Leticia, You know what I'm saying? Like, she came in with a clean slate and I said, you know what? I want this to be different. I want this to be different. So by the grace of God um it's worked out are we perfect no do we argue yes like it's it's hard I'm not gonna sit Absolutely. up here and be like oh our relationship is a fairy tale she's putting my dms on twitter and now we're happily ever after like no like with anything with any relationship friends family whatever um you have to put in work and it will only work if you work it so um Absolutely. intimacy is very difficult and because I'm such a like I want to be up under you type of person it's so hard it's so hard but you know we get creative we find ways and we figure it out every day
0: I love that that. okay I want to get into one more before we get into the five love messages okay another non-sexual form of intimacy that I'm big on and Mm um I love to practice this with, with my partner is touching with intention. Something yes. Something that, yes. Something that me and my partner do, which I feel like is our lovely, which is our thing. Sometimes we'll lay in the bed or we'll, we'll lay on the couch together and I could be handling business, like on my computer or she could be handling business on her phone and we cannot be speaking. I mean, like mm-hmm. no words coming out of our mouths for 30 minutes, an hour. And um, we still we still do things to let each other know that we are there and we are connected and we are present. So I'll do things Mm -hmm. like I'll touch her, or she has to put her feet on me. (laughs) Um, You know, I rub her butt. Something that could be considered sexual, but it does not have to lead to um, sex. Absolutely. Um, Yes,
1: because people think the two those two words are synonymous and they're not like sex can absolutely involve intimacy but intimacy does not always involve sex and people
0: about yeah i love that, yeah. I, love that. <laughs> I get that confused <laughs> i love that so sex Let's talk about it a little bit you said first mm-hmm. sex does not have to involve intimacy. sex can
1: involve intimacy sex can but in-
0: involve intimacy
1: uh-huh but intimacy doesn't always involve sex
0: but does sex always
1: involve intimacy um sex is an intimate moment in itself like you're completely naked with somebody um and you're sharing a connection with somebody that's um, the, um, uh, think about
0: it that are just out here
1: fucking that's what I was about to say for okay. some people for some people they are able to disassociate themselves from their emotions in the act how they do it, I don't. I'm not that person. That's not my ministry, and that's not my testimony. But um, some people are able to disassociate their emotions with the action, and that could be due to a multitude of reasons. Maybe they um, are having sex just to be able to feel something, and it's not necessarily an intimate connection. Or um, to be real, they might have a sex addiction. You know what I'm saying? Like there's that's a real thing um so there can be times when you know intimacy isn't involved in sex absolutely um hell one night stand drunken night whatever you know it it happens but for me um it is a very intimate moment it should be
0: it should be it should be but
1: it doesn't it, always happen that way. Right. Yeah. It
0: doesn't always happen that way. But I like what you said, um about intimacy doesn't always really have to lead to sex because that is mm-hmm. true. Um, sometimes you can get your partner so aroused and then stop and do something else. Like there's been times when I'll rub on my girl, you know, rub on my hands, mm-hmm. rub on her breast and then mm-hmm. stop and go cook dinner. It like you said yeah. It have to lead to sex you should be able to be Mm -hmm. intimate and be passionate and um express yourself in a sexual nature with your partner without it actually always leading to the act of sex and of course um i love sex but right 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 definitely enjoy intimacy and i'm a very intimate person so Mm -hmm. i definitely want to get into the five lovers which is i want to talk about if they touch you because another thing that I've learned is not everyone is um, touched the same by every language um, correct not, right. so we'll go through them you tell me if they speak to you if they speak to your partner um, and if it's at the top of your list so we'll start I'm with words right. of affirmation
1: um, am I going first or you going first
0: i <laughs> Okay, go okay. ahead. Okay, so words of affirmation, I would say, is not at the top of my list when it comes to my love language. Um, okay. Like you said earlier in the conversation, learning your partner is big when it comes to learning their love languages. And when I say learning mm-hmm. your partner, I'm talking about learning their past, learning their history, learning their childhood, and learning their traumas. I feel like to say, when it comes to words of affirmation, I feel like, when it comes to my own personal traumas, I've done so much work on myself, and yes. I give myself so much affirmation that it's not really something that I need or that I look for from other people. Mm-hmm. Does it feel good when people tell me things about myself? Absolutely. It does feel good. Um, it motivates me. It inspires me, but it's not something that I need because I've done so much self-healing and so much self work and so much yeah. looking at myself. And I wake up every morning and I give myself so much affirmation that I really That's don't... That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And to be vulnerable, I feel like for me, it comes from... I come from... I'm, you know, I'm transferred I was married. Mm-hmm. And I was, what I would say, a controlled marriage. Not an abusive marriage, a controlled marriage where I feel like mm-hmm. I can really be who I was and um mm-hmm. I lived like that for many years so when I left that marriage I said I put so much work into figuring out who I am and being comfortable yeah. in who I am so um like I said it feels good and my partner always tells me great things about me but I most a person I see myself that affirmation and I love to see it for other people um and that does enough for me, so I would say it's not really at the top of my level. Okay, what about just okay?
1: Um, words of affirmation if I had to rank it out of the five, it would be number three for me.
0: Okay,
1: um, I i love when you hype me up, hype when well, my partner, <laughs> hype me. you know what I'm saying, when my friends, my family, hype me up, you know what I'm saying, lift me up sometimes. Honestly, that is really needed. However, sometimes it also makes me cringe. And I don't know if that's
0: because... Mm-hmm. I love that you said that. And, I'm, and I don't want to cut you I just don't want to Yeah, no. Um, but maybe you could open my eyes. Why does that make me cringe? Because I feel the same way. When people give me too much affirmation, it makes me uncomfortable. And I don't yeah. know why. I feel like yeah. Yeah.
1: I have, like, two reasons. So... I feel like letter A, it's because of some imposter syndrome. And for people that don't know what imposter syndrome is, it's when you don't feel like or when you shrink yourself uh, because you don't feel like you live up to that expectation. So, like, um, somebody could tell me, oh, you're top-notch, you're this, you're going to be A, B, C, and D. And I'll be like, uh-huh. okay, thanks, but no. But I also feel like we shouldn't have to shrink ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's us shrinking and hiding. Well, we shouldn't have to do that. Um. So, imposter syndrome, one. But, B, I also feel like it's because of my past experience. Um. So, complete open disclosure um so when I was younger I was molested by people by somebody that I knew and all the time he would comment on my body like oh you just the growing oh you got this oh you got that and it just made me uncomfortable because I'm like you're way older than I am and you're making these comments about my body and I feel like you shouldn't be and then when you violate you know what I'm saying me in that like it just Ugh. so I feel like that's also part of the reason why sometimes it makes me cringe when people talk about or specifically body or comments or things like that so that yeah sense. it's a number that three
0: But no that makes sense and that goes back to what we said about knowing past traumas and things that you know your partner has been through and understanding why that love language mm-hmm. might not speak to them as loud as another love language it could be yeah. because of something like through. so I don't mean, okay, thank you so much for sharing that that was very vulnerable yeah. thank you Absolutely. Right, so We'll go to gifts. Gifts. <laughs> 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 I will say this I'm keeping it so a hundred right now. Mm -hmm. That's another. I would say gifts would probably be number last on my love language as far mm -hmm. as receiving. And I Mm -hmm. will say, I'll tell you why. I'm a conversation going to go simple person. I don't like gifts. I I express love and experiences and you know memories and. Yeah, being in the physical I don't like receiving gifts I feel like it's very impersonal when it comes to things I like buying myself things I will buy Mm -hmm. myself very expensive things but I don't like people to buy things for me and that might like I said come from past traumas and being in a controlled marriage and being so set on being independent I love being an independent woman I love my independence Um, I don't really like receiving things from people so i'm not really a gift receiver i like simple things like my girl will buy me like socks and like Mm -hmm. box degrees and i love shit like that because i'll buy myself something and i will forget to buy myself socks and she'll come home oh my gosh Package I'm like oh my god thank you so fucking much <laughs> like I'm like that kind of person so mm-hmm. when it comes to receiving gifts I'm not big on it but I I like buying people gifts because I I love uh, pleasing people I love um, mm-hmm. just showing people that I was thinking about you or I'm so something that I feel like you, you would appreciate but as far as receiving it would be my bottom honestly yeah
1: same yeah it'll be number five that's my number five um I don't really I will accept a gift because you put time and thought and money behind getting me something um so I'll forever be grateful however it's it's just uh it doesn't do it for me or like that like when somebody be like oh I want to get you this I'm like you really don't have to because if I really want something like you said I'll get it myself um I feel like I'm a pretty good gift giver um but I love giving people experiences like I don't like just buying something but like oh for example so yeah so my sister her one one of her love, love languages is gifts right but like I give her the gift of an experience. like Saturday, we're gonna have a sister day, and I know she likes going to like coffee shops and bookstores. so I'm taking to her, taking her to a black owned coffee shop, black owned bookstore because like that this is my gift to you. I want to give you this gift of an experience because I know you like this type of stuff. You know what I mean? I don't I could easily just give her a gift card to Starbucks or something, but that takes away from the
0: whole. The whole gist of it, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I love yo. This conversation is so fucking good. (laughs) I love that you said that because the gift of experience. I am Mm -hmm. an experienced person. If I meet a woman for the first time, and we are planning a first date, I don't know why Mm -hmm. it bothers me if you say you want to go to dinner. That bothers me. I don't want to go to dinner. I could eat at home. <laughs> <That's really how laughs> right, I like, let's do something. Like, like let's, do let's go to top golf. Dance. Let's go
1: bowling. Let's go to a
0: museum. I like, this know, is you are speaking my language. <laughs> I want to go to a museum. I want to go to a, a open mic. What, like, let's yes. go for a walk in the park. Like, let's do something. I want an experience. Let's go for a mm-hmm. boat ride. I don't want to go to dinner, and I don't want to go watch a movie. I'm sorry. That's not... Personal to me, like I want to mm-hmm. experience something with you in the moment. I'm a very experienced person, so I'm so happy you said that.
1: That,
0: yeah. I, I feel like if any gift, give me an experience. That, yes, yeah. For that's sure. a snap, snap. That's a
1: word. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love yes. that. All right, let's get to quality time. I love this one because mm-hmm. this is number one for me. Yep. Number one. And that's why, like, I really wanted you to touch on your relationship because, like I told you before in past conversations, I feel like a long-distance relationship would be so hard for me. And I love mm-hmm. that you gave me so much knowledge on it because I'm a very hands-on person. And mm-hmm. quality time is at the top of my list. I'm the kind of person that I'm very... I like to keep a very busy schedule because mm-hmm. I do uh, have anxiety, and I feel like for me, one of my one of my symptoms is the need to stay busy. So um, mm-hmm. I love to stay busy. I'm always on the go. Quality time for me is I don't need to be with my partner every day. Mm-hmm. If we are both busy and we both have full schedules for the week, and I know that Friday we said we're gonna spend Friday together. When that Friday comes, I disconnect.
1: My phone
0: goes on do not disturb. There's nothing that can disturb me except for a family emergency or some shit like that. And I'm completely into you. Uh when I say Friday time, whatever we are doing in that moment, I am completely engaged. I'm completely connected. You have me a hundred percent. I'm big on quality time because I'm the kind of person I, I, I love memories I love experiences mm-hmm. um, so I need that quality time in a relationship and I've never experienced a long distance relationship like I live in New York City and this might be be horrible but if i start dating a girl and she tells me she living in a different borough i'm sorry i'm, just gonna look at you out <laughs> I'm like oh you're a little too far but like i don't know like, I need when i want to see you i want to see you and mm-hmm. i i i need that quality time and like i said it doesn't have to be every day. it could be just a few days a week but when when we're connected, I need you. I need your full attention, and whatever we're doing, I need us to just be living in the moment. Yeah. What about you?
1: Listen, I don't know if it's because we're both cancers or because <laughs> like, we're kindred spirits or whatever the case may <laughs> be. Right <all> kindred spirits. But <laughs> quality time is number one for me as well. Okay. Um. Which is why, like, I'm not going to lie, I be getting so aggy when I'm not able to spend time with my partner. Like, even if it is just, like, a FaceTime or a virtual date or whatever the case may be, like, I want your undivided attention. And it doesn't help that we both have very busy schedules. Like, she's Mm -hmm. a coach, I work full-time, I Mm -hmm. coach on the side. Like, there's just Mm -hmm. always something going on. And so when... And this is like with anybody, like my friends, family, whoever. Like when I am with you, I I want to be your main priority, yes. please and thank you, like yes, because I'm gonna be that with you. You know what I'm saying? Because this is a this is our time. <laughs> this is Absolutely. sacred to me. You know, Absolutely. I take that very seriously. Also because time is the one thing that we cannot make more of. You know what yeah. I'm saying? We can make more money. We can make more love. Love is always an abundance, but time is not so I want to have this memory I want to have this experience with you Absolutely. and I don't want it to be interrupted <laughs>
0: so yeah Absolutely. quality time is definitely number one Yeah, I just feel like damn we just hit it. like you said we we've just hitting everything like <laughs> <laughs> I love it. we I love, love it. to see it, <laughs> it. alright physical touch Mm. yeah I mean, clearly, I'm a fucking. Critic. We know what you're doing, right? <laughs> I, 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 Yeah. We
1: know when that's happening. Oh,
0: yeah. You. <laughs> I would say that's number two. Physical touch is uh-huh. Um, me and my partner, we are like high school kids around each other. We're touching oh, each other constantly. Like it's it's kind of disgusting sometimes, <laughs> but I love touch. I love feeling. Like I, I love that. Uh Sensation or feeling. I'm a big into hugging, kissing, cuddling, all that. I want to do it. Um, I would say something we said, we spoke about a little earlier, real quick, about being able to detach. When not in a relationship, I am able to detach emotionally. I would say Uh it's not a healthy place, it's a very lonely place, but Uh I know how to do it. So, when I am single, I do miss something that I feel like is one of my biggest love languages, which is that physical touch, because yeah. I'm not as affectionate, I'm not as emotional, and I'm not as vulnerable um, with whoever I'm being as a person, and I just feel like it's because I'm not comfortable with that person yet, you know? I yeah, haven't it's a different mechanism. I myself yet. exactly, it is a different oh. mechanism. So when not in a relationship, I do miss one of my biggest um, love languages, and that's just that physical touch and that vulnerability. But so when in a relationship, oh, that's a big, big.
1: Let me. Physical touch used to be like a number two for me. I feel like it's now more of a three, four ish level. What
0: um. Change?
1: i don't know if it's me adjusting to my situation and me mm. becoming used to not having physical touch as much where i'm like okay i can it's been this long i can go without it i don't need it that makes sense. That makes you know sense. what i mean um because before when i've had partners who you know we were closer in vicinity Oh yeah, I'm trying to be all the phone. you. Like, what's up? Hug me. My hand, <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. so it was higher. So I don't know if I've just adjusted to my situation. Um, yeah, I would have to say like three, four. Because I feel like if it w- if it really was like my top top love language, I would not be in a long distance relationship.
0: Right. That makes sense. It just wouldn't happen. So that yeah, three, sense. four. Okay. Okay so we're down to the last one active service yeah active service i would say i would say it's probably like number three when it comes to um like i said i have a huge emphasis on independence and i really don't expect people to do things for me um like i said i appreciate it Mm -hmm. i enjoy it i would say if any act of service when it comes to my relationship is her cooking for me Mm -hmm. she's definitely an act of service she cooks for me she presents my food well i enjoy (laughs) the fuck out of her cooking but when it comes to like the bigger things of someone doing something for me um, it could be a defense mechanism it could be just past trauma or well, like I said just me building my independence off of nothing but um, mm-hmm. I don't really I don't really um, expect people or have the desire for people to do things for me no, gotcha
1: okay. um, for me I don't know how this happened but access service has become like number two um I think just because I like a couple of years ago I got to the point where I was I was really tired of doing everything for myself like it was literally wearing on me mentally physically because I've always been like you like I got it I got it I'm good independent, depending on, like I'm cool I don't need nobody doing nothing for me like I got this but there yeah it just came a time where it was just so much going on I was like Okay, I'm tired. I don't want to do this by myself anymore. So I enjoy when people do things for me. Um, if you want to cook me dinner, I'm completely here for it. Food, like I said earlier, food is a love language. Um, yeah, anything to alleviate my load, I'm here for. Like, if okay. you want to take out my trash, thank you. You want to put gas in my car, you want to wash
0: my car, for, thank you. Like, I app- yes. Do that really? for me, please. Yeah, I love yeah. that. I love that. Man. Because I, I really, I want to do all those things for myself.
1: I don't know mm-hmm. why.
0: Like, Mm-mm. I'm doing things for myself, but I love that. Do you feel like, I have a question. Do you feel like that mm-hmm. comes from roles in a relationship? Or does it just come from individuality? I'm curious. Do you feel like that comes from the roles? Like, as far as feminine masculine? No,
1: no, because I'm not really a person that like subscribe to like roles per se. Um, because I can absolutely do all those things myself. Um, and I would do that for my partner. Like I don't, I don't mind doing those things. Okay. Okay. I think yeah. I think like I said, I just I do not want to do things. My mom. Like I just don't want <laughs> do to. I think it I just do. really came to a sense of like. I'm so tired of just doing all this and being a provider for myself. Help is needed. Now I don't want somebody to 100% like take care of me, like housewife type shit. Like, no, I don't. No, I would do right. things, but to have help, yeah. I'm here. I'm all the way
0: here for that. I hear you. I hear you. All right, I want to end this with um, just the importance of you know this was such a great topic and you have uh-huh. so much knowledge but I want to end this with the importance of learning your partner and uh-huh. learning like really having those vulnerable conversations finding someone that you're comfortable enough to have those vulnerable conversations with because that will open your love languages on a whole another level when you learn what your partner has been through and what has made them the person that they are like you you really like you said earlier loving someone yeah. in their love language and not in yours that was big for me because me and my partner we were raised so different and there was so many things about her that I didn't understand just based off of the way I was raised and how she was raised so there would be certain things that she would do or certain ways she would do something and I was like why are you doing it like that but mm-hmm. I didn't take the time to understand like she wasn't raised the way I was raised you know what I mean she didn't listen go yeah. through the things I went through so I had to learn her past and her traumas and mm-hmm. the things that she's been through so that I could learn her love language and be able to love her accordingly and
1: mm-hmm. not
0: love her the way I felt like I should love her
1: listen that is so important um because letter a you have to learn your partner's origin story i feel like that's so important like how somebody was raised their their family how they think about love how they think about finances how they think about raising kids like that's important like have those conversations um also you like i said earlier you have to learn yourself before you allow somebody else to love you and to let them in Um, somebody, I forget who, but a while ago, and this has always stuck with me, they broke down intimacy, like, into me see. Like, you're allowing somebody to see you completely. And that's scary sometimes, because sometimes we don't even want to look at the mirror at our own self. You know what I mean? Um, And definitely as far as, like, learning your partner, listen, I had to learn the hard way. Uh, My previous partner I was I was listening to her I was hearing her but I wasn't listening to her hearing hearing and listening are two different things
0: so
1: (laughs) so every time she would say something about you know her past partners or past girlfriends or whatever they did this they didn't do this they did this, they didn't do this that's what I was hearing so in my mind I'm doing everything opposite of that so I can be everything opposite that they were because I want to be a perfect person but in that I lost who I was and I wasn't listening to what she was saying she actually wanted or needed and I also wasn't even willing to have that conversation with her I'm just okay this this and this and I'm also you know you have preconceived notions of what a relationship should look like or how you should love somebody from social media from TV shows from movies you know what I mean and I was just taking all of that and I'm like oh this should work and it wasn't you know what I'm saying and yeah that's a mess but yeah learning your partner very important and you have to be willing to have those hard conversations Um, it's not always going to be cute it's not always going to be cute and just because it's hard doesn't
0: mean it shouldn't happen I love that I love that. Another thing I want to say before I forget uh-huh. is something me and a friend were talking about and I said I was definitely going to touch on it in this episode. She uh-huh. wanted me to touch on how intimate and how vulnerable we are next to someone. And I said, you yeah. know what, that is so true and I don't think we think about it. When we lay next uh-huh. to someone and we let our bodies go, I heard people say like sleep is like the cousin of death. You're in such uh-huh. a vulnerable state. <clears throat> and you're sleeping next to this person. And like you said, people have one night stands. You meet somebody at a club and you wake up the next morning next to this person, like, who the fuck are you?
1: <laughs> and yeah. you're like, oh, what the fuck?
0: Yes. So, it's very intimate to fall asleep.
1: Yeah. And have and it's a like, good
0: sleep next to that.
1: Yes. And I was going to say, sleep is like when your body is recharging. So, like, whatever energy, the person that you're sleeping next to, energy can be transferred. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So, like, if your partner or whoever is struggling with something, like, it's been time. So, that's another thing, too, with being long distance. uh, My partner and I usually fall asleep on the phone together. Um, So, sometimes, like, I'll have a bad dream or she'll have a bad dream. And like she can hear me in my sleep and she has to wake up and wake me up. Like that's right. that's
0: a lot you know that's, what I'm saying? Yes. You can disrupt yes. somebody's whole yes.
1: Everything. Right. I for yes. sure yeah. That's definitely an intimate, intimate situation. For sure. For sure.
0: I'm glad we touched on that. Yes. Mm-hmm. The intimacy. Listen, <laughs> I'm the by saying, I mean me, from my I appreciate you so much. Um, I appreciate all the wisdom and all the experience that you brought to this conversation I am so like I said I I love using my platform because I feel like I have a story and I love sharing my platform with fellow artists and I am so looking forward to your podcast so before we end can you give us a little insight on when we're going to pick that up and you know, yeah.
1: Yeah yeah. What your
0: platform is. For sure.
1: Um, so if you try to look up Adjusting the Crown right now, you are not going to find it. Um I'm currently on a hiatus. There was just between twenty twenty and flooding into twenty twenty one, it's been a lot going on. I just honestly have not had time. However, comma, you can look forward um to that coming back next year. I do not have a set. Uh, month yet but I'm hoping February cross fingers um, so hopefully February 2022 you'll be able to find that on Spotify, Apple Podcast and I believe Google Podcast and Amazon uh, I think those might be the, the main four uh, for right now I'm also hoping as well cross fingers to add a um, video component with it hopefully um, with audio, so hopefully it will be on YouTube as well, um, because I feel like uh, it's important for people, you can listen to a conversation, but sometimes it's important to see the face of speaking words, yeah, so yeah. I would love to have that component as well, so yeah, check it out Addressing the Crown, it is a podcast uh, specifically for black women, mental health life, wellness, all the things but of course, others are more than welcome to listen and tune in,
0: and I would greatly appreciate it I love that, and again, thank you so much for joining my thank you and sharing your experiences, and sharing your knowledge. And I appreciate you, and I cannot wait to meet you in the physical. God willing, Listen. it is going to happen, and Cause oh, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> it I would already, be so we dope heard up like old cousins. I already know. Listen,
1: it would be so dope if we could meet up for our birthdays because we are both cancers. If we meet up during cancer season,
0: it's over. We're gonna manifest it. We're gonna we're gonna make it happen. That's what like, literally has been my life path this last year. I say what I'm gonna do and then I'm, I do it. Listen, so I'm here it. for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen. This is Record, Secret Record, Raya. Again, thank you to my guest, Lakecia. Lakeisha. I'm sorry, I'm high. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate you, and we out of yeah. here, yeah.